0: Payne County, Oklahoma. Welcome to Pastors of Pain. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church in Stillwater, Oklahoma. I want to give an immediate shout out to Father Kerry Wakulich and uh, the good people of St. John Catholic Student Center, congratulating them on the dedication of their new church last Saturday. Amazing and awesome. Wow. It was quite amazing. The event, the bishop was there, lots of priests, a full church. Uh, it was, it was, it was pretty awesome. So anyway, Father Carey uh, is uh, has has had a very unusual and busy schedule lately, both with the dedication, and then also as I mentioned last week, the death of his uncle. So he's not here today, but but I am joined by our new youth minister, who's not so new anymore. Because she's been she's been here for like a month. She's like a veteran in the world of youth ministry. She's already outlasted most youth. I'm just kidding. Wow. I'm just kidding. <laughs> in the world of youth ministry, there's this. There's they, they say that there's a lot of burnout. You know, people don't last very long. Not Kira. Been here a month. She's rocking it. <laughs> anyway, Kira Zayola, Uh She's been on the show before, uh, so you can go back and listen to that if you want the full the, the full life story. Uh, of Kira um, Kira what's going on
1: um, how's it
0: going since we last it's been since very you good. were last it's on the show
1: been a full month of ministry it's awesome we had confirmation um, our youth events youth Sunday is um, concluding this Sunday May 7th cookout and trivia Love it. um
0: what's the trivia what is it church trivia
1: oh father Brian, you're supposed to come up with it i would say
0: i'm coming up yeah, with the trivia you, send you one. all the questions no you don't have to do all of them i'll help you can they be about the television show the west wing
1: no they can be about maybe some church stuff some sports what is president bartlett's real music name. <laughs> no <laughs> but um anyways it's been great i've been um having a great time so far with the youth um yeah, yeah, you've been meeting good. them
0: and yeah. uh yeah, I mean it's on. It's on. And in the middle of all that, you've been like finishing the school year mm-hmm. and so that's been a, it's been a tough
1: it's been a time. Balance. Yeah. But starting
0: next week or I don't know, 10 days or so from now, Kira mm-hmm. will be full time. I
1: will. It's coming. Full time
0: in the biz. It's coming. Okay, what else do we have coming up? Let's give everyone all a little right. a little summer Preview. So May seventh. That's that's what Sunday. That's Sunday. Yep. That's Sunday. This Sunday. Okay. this Sunday
1: we've got trivia. Senior Sunday. Am I really in charge
0: of the trivia? Well, I'll
1: help you. Don't worry about it. Um,
0: I have to okay. write this down. Okay, keep going.
1: Okay, we have Senior Sunday um, during the eight thirty a.m. Mass. Oh, there this we go. Sunday. All the graduates. Um, All let's graduates go. of high school. You'll get a special blessing. There'll be um, cake and celebration. And it's free. Mask. The blessing is free. It is free. Wear your graduation gowns. Um, also, but
0: not your hats. <laughs> true. No hats. No hats
1: for us. Um, that Sunday evening, this Sunday evening, is a cookout and trivia, hot dogs and hamburgers and sand volleyball, um, and then some trivia that I will come up with, Father Brian. I gotta home. write this down. Trivia. Yeah. Oh my Six goodness. Six to eight p.m. in the youth center, and then also just a, I'll give a quick preview of all the events happening um, this summer. This summer is
0: gonna be awesome.
1: Yeah, it's full. So um, on top of Steubenville in July, but also um, for the high schoolers, we're going to. An OKC Dodgers baseball game and mass at the Blessed Stanley Rother Shrine here very Let's soon. Go! Um,
0: it is. It's a great day when the Catholic Church and sports come together. Exactly.
1: <laughs> and then also there'll be um, for high school and middle school. Father O'Brien and I are leading um, a series called Summer on the Shore, and it'll be at the lake. It'll be awesome. Um, three nights for middle school, three nights for high school um stay tuned for the awesome that will be summer on the shore. Yes,
0: it's going to be good. So we're going to this is kind of in years past we've done something called Camp Xavier, which was like a week long, almost like a parish mission for for teenagers. This is this is that. Yeah. Um 3 days for the middle school, 3 days for the high school. It, but it's not it's not going to be at the church. It's going to be on the shore. It will
1: be on the shore. <laughs> um and of then, a local lake yes and high school for high school also um late july we'll do a service day um with another sand volleyball cookout for a fun summer night and then our middle school they will also be going to the busted stanley Rother shrine stanley Rother shrine um early june um but instead of a baseball game middle schoolers and i are going to frontier Let's city go yeah we're gonna frontier go little, uh, city. ride some roller coasters come. Um and then in late July we'll be having a pool party um and a service day, putting those together um on top of the summer on the shores series. So if anyone has any questions,
0: give Kira a shout. Yeah, give me a shout. And then all that in addition to uh come in obviously Sunday Mass, daily mass, confession, adoration. Oh yeah. Uh lots of opportunities to grow in your faith. Absolutely. Okay, so today I thought with Kira, Kira is uh, has an expertise.
1: Oh, really? <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's awesome. You majored in exercise science, I right? I did. Yeah. See, so she has yeah. this that particular expertise. Yeah. I thought you know we have a variety of listeners, right? Of we have college students uh, that listen. We have local Stillwater people uh, that listen. Parishioners. Family members, uh, people with kids, people without kids, people with grandkids, nieces and nephews and brothers and sisters. And, and so I thought it would be interesting, you just kind of see a lot on television, on social media, kind of about sort of the state of uh, teenagers, let's say, that there are teenagers, they say, are like more connected than ever. And also more depressed than ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? What, lonely. What, more lonely. Yeah. More. Con- mm-hmm. They're more connected than ever, and also reporting the highest incidences of loneliness in like human history. Mm-hmm. And so I thought we would we would dive into that of what, what is that? Why is that? Um, Kira is is on the younger side of, of life. Uh, she's in the in the first quarter in the first quarter <laughs> of life, shall we say? I hope so. Yeah. Um, and anyway, I just, I want to, I want to focus in on that. And then maybe like we might specifically kind of get into like the life of like teen, of te- uh, in, in Kira's experience, kind of teenage girls and like what, what that entails, what they're going through, I think could be interesting, certainly for parents. But also I think just for everybody, because mm-hmm. everybody has kind of a teenager in their life mm-hmm. and what are they going through? What are their struggles? And I think, so let me just, the, kind of initial thoughts, mm-hmm. general thoughts.
1: General thoughts. Um, yes, teenagers are going through a lot. They're seeing a lot. Um,
0: yeah, you said this earlier. Like, you told me, this, like, mm-hmm. in the in the course of a day.
1: They see a lot in the sense of um, if they're on social media, for example, they're going to see people having like the best day of their life. And then some people may be um, putting some very, like they're having a lot of suffering going on in their life. Or you see someone who has a family member that passed away, or you're seeing someone on again, on vacation in Hawaii, or just at the prom looking like they had a great time, whatever it is. They're seeing every single emotion from like the lowest of lows and the highest of highs, real or not. Um, and if they're not on social media, they're still in who they're around. They're seeing so many different emotions of different people um and learning different things from different places. So it's hard to, like, understand and process, like, what you're seeing in other people's emotions and then figuring out what your own emotions are without putting it in everything else you're seeing.
0: Why is that hard? Why is that hard? Yeah. Like, mm. so you're seeing, so I'm, yeah. you know, I'm going through my day and I see someone who's very, very sad. Mm-hmm. I would say, oh, well, that's, oh. I would say, oh, that stinks for them, or like, oh, that's really sad, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray for them. But, but that's not necessarily what
1: mm-hmm. teenagers think just, are thinking. Um, well, some of them are for sure. I think that, especially every teenager, like in high school, some of my friends will say, I used to be not very empathetic at all, um, and I think it was partially just because my age. But as I've gotten older, every year I seem to get just a little more empathetic, more understanding, and also as um, in high school. You have so much, usually a lot going on. Like you're at school all day, you're around people all day, and if you're not around people, if you're homeschool, you're still learning and doing something all day. And then you have sports at night or band at night, go to bed and do it again. And so there's not much time at all for like reflecting um, and figuring out how you actually think and feel. It's just um, everything is is moving fast. So like
0: it's a reaction. Yeah, you're, yeah. everything's a reaction. Interesting. There's
1: not much time. Um, to just and they don't know how. I didn't know how to just like sit and understand um, interiorly how I'm actually feeling instead of just a reaction to everything around me.
0: And so you said you didn't do that, but now you do. What? Somewhat, yeah, what I, cha- hope to. <laughs> what, I try to. <laughs> what changed? I mean, it's just you. Gr- you grew up
1: um, partially, and also a large part of it has to do with um, increased faith life. Honestly. Um, the more and more I grow closer to Christ, the more, um, aware I am and the more like healthy I am, um, that kind of thing. It, it takes time, faith, and, but also I will say very importantly, um, who you're surrounding yourself with is the huge one, um, which that could open a whole new door of, um, high schoolers having friends who aren't kind to you is not, it's not going to help you really, it, or, um, it, Maybe in the long run it will, but at the time it may hurt you. Um and you just don't know yet how to really um I don't know if regulate's the right word, but just how to like yeah, that's deal a good with word that. For it, yeah. Yeah. Um so that's one thing.
0: That's so interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to, I guess say in, in the in the life of a teenage girl, let's say, here in Stillwater, yeah. Perkins, wherever, what are what what are they seeing? I mean, so mm-hmm. like in school. Mm-hmm. What, what are they being exposed to? Approached with? What? What does that? What does that look like? So
1: many things. Um, a lot. I would say it's very caught up in the world, honestly. Um, so everything is is pretty worldly in the sense of, um, let's see. Like high schoolers. I mean, if depending on which school, you might be seeing kids um, vaping all the time, doing drugs all the time. There's people cussing all the time. Um there's some people who believe in the gospel of Jesus, and there's some people who believe in the complete opposite, and there's some people that believe something here and there, um, maybe are preaching a false gospel, um, they're seeing a lot of people hurting people, and especially, um, high schoolers in, like, the dating world, there's actually a lot of hurt that does happen there, um, just because boys haven't learned how to treat a a girl correctly or even girls are um searching for attention and finding their worth in in boys and and that kind of thing so there's a lot happening
0: so when you say they see people hurting people Mm -hmm. what does that what does that look like
1: um trying to think of a different word but bullying is partially one there's just a lot of in in high school um (coughs) a lot of humor is used to deflect things so it's a lot of like Kids are going to joke with you and say jokes, but they're actually hurtful. Or um, even just girls learn, like, as time goes on, you, like, end up in different friend groups. And then you don't talk to another girl because she's not in your friend
0: group anymore. And
1: a lot of that kind of thing in high school. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, like, every day. Mm-hmm. How is it different? I'm 47 years old. Mm-hmm. Uh You're not. How is it, like, when I was in high school... How is high school different today? Even when you were in high school, mm-hmm. which, you know, wasn't super long ago.
1: Yeah. Um, my guess would be, I hate going back to this all the time, but I think it's kind of true, is the phones. Like I, even I had, um, like everyone had phones in high school and at that point, social media was still somewhat pretty new-ish. Um, and so now it's, Every teacher is fighting for kids to get off their phone all day during the day, um, and so I feel like that would be different from yours, as you were interacting with your kids in class the whole time. But we now were it's, passing notes, yeah. But now it's I'm on my phone every spare second when I can be.
0: If you had children, this is putting you on the spot <laughs> oh a gosh. little bit. What? What? At what age?
1: Oh. Gosh, don't put this on me. What age did they get a phone? What do you think? You ask me?
0: What age did you get a phone? Hmm. We'll well, throw, we're going to throw your parents. Under yeah, the Yeah, throw bus. them under the I'm bus. I'm just kidding. They're awesome. <laughs>
1: they are. So I think I got a is a Pantech Pursuit flip phone that was probably like two inches. That's long. a real company.
0: Pan- Pantech.
1: It was a Pan- Pantech Pursuit. It Pantec? was. Pantech. I think the phone was literally probably two or three inches long. and a little side keyboard. But I had that in middle school. I think sixth grade. Um, and I could only text a few times a month. <laughs> I had um, some it limited or limited phone. text. Yeah, but I think I had unlimited phone calls. Oh, um, well. but that was like to communicate with my parents and and such. But I did text my fu- my friends. Um, and then I think I got uh, my first iPhone, maybe eighth grade,
0: freshman. Yeah. Was that good or bad?
1: I mean, at the time, I thought it was wonderful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The I whole world, because the whole world. Yeah. I mean, everyone else up. had one. And I, um, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think it was, okay. Yeah. Yeah. We had some, my parents had some um, trust and rules with the phone and, and guidelines and stuff. It wasn't a, a free reign necessarily. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've seen, we have. there's a beautiful uh, example of this, some friends of mine in Tulsa, and they have uh, they have five children, and they, when they sit down for dinner, so they have five children who are all, that, who all have, who all have phones. Um, they do not eat dinner until seven phones are in this basket. That's awesome. And so, including mom and dad.
1: Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorite things from um, high school that I hadn't learned um, from well, for volleyball, honestly, so shout out to Coach Watson, Coach Sarah. But they there was a Bishop rule Kelly of comments. no phones on the bus, period. So, like, no matter where we were oh, going, wow. I mean, really? very strict phone rule. No phones really? on the bus. So we all just had so many great memories traveling and on the bus because there was, I mean, there was a huge punishment um, if you were on your phone. And then when I would go on club volleyball tournaments, Sarah Dix, we would have every single person's phone in the center of the table, First person to touch it, um, something ha- like they either had to wow. pay. It would not actually, but wow. like, you have to pay for dinner, which none of us oh, had money in. Yikes! That's We're a Freshman in high school, but but it was everyone's phone in the center, and then we had the best time at dinner, um, or lunch, or whatever it was. Just Everyone together, no phones, visiting. just yep. visiting and enjoying yep. each other.
0: Yeah. Because I think I mean uh, you see it now where the f- the phone is a. I mean, a, an amazing tool, right? And it can mm-hmm. obviously be a tool for, for great good. Uh, but I think for a lot of girls, especially, it's there's this kind of con- you're kind of constantly seeing all the stuff you don't have. Mm-hmm. So yeah. You're seeing the way other people look, mm-hmm. the what other people have, how happy everyone else seems to be, mm-hmm. when in fact. Th- you know whether they are or, you never or not you never know mm-hmm. and so so that increases your own like you're comparing yourself to to mm-hmm. this or that yeah it's
1: really hard it's really hard to see that what all. does
0: that do like what is that what is the interiorly yeah yeah oh
1: it can do um i mean a it it can lead you to sin um, into sins of like greed or envy, those kind of things. Just I need constantly, more. yeah, constantly comparing yourself, especially girls. We already, you know, and I'm not really sure why we already struggle with um, like self confidence, self esteem. And um, like most people, most girls are um, aware of like what they look like or what they don't look like, um, that kind of thing. And then they see everyone um, on social media or famous people or whatever that look what they want to look like and it's just really hard because you're it's an unrealistic reality sometimes um and it, of you the, lose most of the most time. Of time and yeah. you just i think and i struggle with it too but you lose the reality of um just like loving who god created yeah, you to you be are. and yeah um, it, it makes you more self-centered whereas rather in humility we should think of ourselves less um
0: Wow. I think
1: that's a big one. It just, it, it, and I get it too. It makes you just get in your head. um, And it's hard to be with those thoughts sometimes and to get out of your head and get out of yourself because everything turns inwards.
0: And then that's where the loneliness sets in. Yeah. Wow. That's super interesting. Mm -hmm. All right. So then uh, I think the other part, you know, you mentioned earlier, like it can. Yeah, your so your self-worth kind of goes down and then you try to find worth mm-hmm. in things outside, not in yeah. not in the the beauty and the dignity that God created you, but in in stuff, mm-hmm. in boys, mm-hmm. in try in trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. And so then you'll do kind of whatever you got to do, yeah, to fit in, and now suddenly, mm-hmm. I mean I think a lot of people yeah. this happens to boys too, but you know, you're like you're sort of going past lines that you never thought you would. Yeah just to yeah. fit in and you're trying to fit in because you're lonely and you're lonely because yeah. you're you're comparing yourself to everybody else. And that's
1: what makes me so frustrated at the devil is the sense of it always starts as a good like it is a good thing to want to be known, seen, loved and heard and desired. Like that is we are created um, for God and for relationship for with other, others. Yeah. And so it yeah. starts out as a good desire always and then the devil will twist it. And we talked about this at Youth a few weeks ago, how um, the devil twists that and makes it into something not. So then we're going um, into loneliness or comparing and that kind of thing or into boys where it started out as it's it's a good desire. It really is. Um, And then it just gets twisted into um, like sin necessarily or evil.
0: What is the way out? So if you're a teenage girl Mm -hmm. and listening to this or the parent... Uh, or like a teacher, maybe. What? How do we help? Hmm. And this is true. I mean, this is yeah. I mean, it kind of a challenge for me as a pastor. And you know, I hear confessions. Um, obviously, we're trying to do a lot of good things here in the in the parish. What's hmm. like? What's the way out? Is it smash the phone? <laughs> uh, that uh, probably isn't the is full that? solution,
1: but um, being. Think word is like being disciplined. And practicing that—I don't know if it's a virtue—but practicing discipline can be really helpful because you say again, start small. I'm gonna put my phone away at dinner, and I'm gonna sit and look my family in the eyes at dinner. And it can start with just at dinner, I'm gonna um, be off my phone. Or trying to to help yourself—it has to start small because you can't just be like, "Oh, I'm gonna give up this completely." It's the same way with any habit. Your habit, a habit, your your body and your mind is made. Um, and thinks that it's supposed to do that every single time. So to break a habit, um, Father Pratt had taught us the particular examination of conscience. Oh, nice. um, and it's just three times a day, like waking up in the morning and, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit and saying, Lord, help me. Um, I want to get off my phone. I don't want to be on my phone in class, so please give me the grace to not be on my phone in class in the morning. And then at noon, you do the same prayer, and then you look back and examine. Oh, darn, I picked up my phone in second block, um, I'm really trying to get off of it. Like, Lord, give me the grace um, to not be on my phone in class this afternoon. Um, and then at the evening before you go to bed, examine um, what happened that day. And then for the next day, for any sin. But the more you the more you are aware of it, that is the biggest step is wow. to be aware. Yeah. Um, and so the more you're aware of it, if you think about it three times a day, then you'll be like, when you pick up your phone, you'll be like, oh, dang it. Instead of not even realizing that you picked it up at all. Um, that's a small... That's an option, but also find or just having a space with someone um, to have conversation will just help so much. Because if you're not lonely and you have a true connection um, with somebody, then you're going to want to be on your phone less, for example. Um, so just investing in friendships or just um, if you're a parent, for example, um, talk about this. So if you're a parent, creating a relationship with your child. Um, or your teenager and like wanting to spend time with them and wanting to look them in the eyes because in in high school if you're driving them around or in middle school you're driving them around but you're not getting to really um, look them in the eyes or might be on your phone in the car that kind of thing but engaging and wanting to spend time with your child to look them in the eyes to build relationships so that they feel like they have a space to share when they want to when they're ready that kind of thing can be really helpful.
0: Yeah, but there has to be yeah. Uh, that has to be that trust, mm-hmm. that space. Mm-hmm. Parents are very important.
1: <laughs> they are very
0: important. Uh, talk about dads. Mm. Give us sh- say something to the dads. Say something to the dads. Dads of daughters.
1: Dads of daughters. Um, your presence means more than you realize. Um, way way more. You like wanting to invest in your child and be around your child will mean more to them than you realize. Um, and your um, like leadership of your wife and how you treat your wife is so insanely important because girls are seeing so many boys at, at school that just, they aren't mature enough yet to really know how to pursue a woman and uphold her dignity. Some of them are, but... Um, so you showing your wife that is insanely important and showing your family and your daughter the importance of your faith um, is very important, also I would say, because dads just love, like, just love your daughter. Like, look her in the eyes, see her, listen to her, want to be with her, because um, that's what we desire, for sure.
0: And what would like, what would, would be, what's like? something they could do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean,
1: I say my dad and I love sports, so, but not all girls <laughs> love sports, so just like getting to go golfing or go to the baseball game or even. Like honestly, some of my favorite times has been my dad and I go to Costco together. Like if it's just you and your daughter going to the grocery store, yeah. something to just have um, intentional like one-on-one time. Even if it's, I mean, you're going to the grocery store, it's not like it's a huge thing per se. Or um, it even takes dad like dad's in humility. Like maybe you don't like whatever your daughter's interested in, but like humble yourself and and ask her about what she's interested in and like be with her in it and then a- ask her if you can be a partner in any way. Like maybe. I don't know, I don't know what, it could be literally anything. Like say your daughter doesn't like sports and she likes ballet. Ballet or band, like invest in that and like actually ask her questions about it and look into it and want to know about it.
0: Watch some YouTube videos about ballet. Yeah. Get on it. Say John Bosco, I I don't know if he actually said this, it's always been attributed to him where he says, if you love what they love, they'll love what you love.
1: Mm, That's a good one.
0: To jump in on. Yeah. That's good. Okay, how about moms? Mm-hmm. moms of daughters
1: moms of daughters um there's a really and I don't I'm not a mother so I don't know the mother side of it but um, my mom did a great job of this of not being like my best friend but also not being someone distant like you don't want to know every single thing and every single conversation that your your daughter's having at school that kind of thing or with her friends um, but also not like, not knowing anything at all, like tried to find that happy medium of um, knowing about them in their life, but not digging to know every single thing um, to where they're oversharing or something like that. That's to say moms just, again, I th- I just keep going back to loving, like just love them to like time. make them known, time. feel s- known, seen, heard, loved. Um, yeah. Time is important. And even if quality time maybe isn't their thing, like a thoughtful gift or like, when my parents um, like write me a note, it like it means the world to me. So like maybe it's just like writing a good morning note or saying you're proud of them, saying you love them, <coughs> um, something like that.
0: Yeah, there's a, the uh, it, you, you see it a lot with married couples, but uh, like their love languages. Oh yeah. But there's a there's a there's a book like mm-hmm. kind of the the, the, the yeah. other version of that love like languages. Because if yours is this gifts, teens. then maybe
1: come up with a sentimental gift. Or if theirs is um, like physical touch, like give them a hug. You know, hold their hand, something. Oh.
0: And all of that, like, yeah, builds up confidence. It mm-hmm. builds up, which has a translation then to their life of faith yeah. also. Because, I mean, I, you, we see a lot, run into a lot of people, you know, we talk about, like, God is a loving father. But then, like, if you, you if you have not seen that, it makes it hard. Like, or mm-hmm. the idea that God yeah. is a loving father, there's like a disconnect. Yeah. Because I don't know I have. if to I haven't like. experienced that. Mm-hmm. Or like the church as our mother, mm-hmm. like, well, if your mother is not around or, you know, has been a negative force, that's going to affect your way of seeing yeah. the church mm-hmm. as mother. So it ha- it has, it definitely has faith implications.
1: That's where Joseph and Mary hopefully come into yeah. play. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of, man, yeah, there's a lot of things there.
0: Wow. That's really interesting. I feel like we just scratched
1: the surface.
0: We did, but now, <laughs> we're, but now we're running out of time. I know. Dang it! All right, maybe we'll do a show on teenage boys and yeah. what makes them tick. Yeah. So we'll have some seminarians. Yeah. I was uh, gonna say. <laughs> we'll get we we'll maybe get this our summer seminarians on this. Mm-hmm. See if they have any any mm-hmm. g- any good insights. Okay, let's recap real quick what we're doing this summer. We got. Senior Mass. Senior Mass this Sunday. Senior Mass this Sunday. Cookout this Sunday. Cookout this Sunday. And this is May 7th. Yep. And then and all uh, kinds of good stuff. Yeah, early uh, June,
1: we're going to the Rother Shrine Rother and Shrine baseball Dodgers. game. Frontier City. Frontier City. And then Summer and the on Rother the Shore. Shrine. Get summer ready. Summer on the Shore. Yeah.
0: Did we say the dates of that? What is it?
1: Um, I want to say it's June 18th. Through twentieth for middle school, and then June twenty first through twenty third awesome. for high That's school. Awesome.
0: So it'll be Kira, yeah. Kira, and I uh, teaching to to the teenagers about the love of God, yeah, and yeah. The, the beauty and the dignity of the human person. Absolutely, it's going to be not boring.
1: No, it won't.
0: It's going to be rocking. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Kira Ziola, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me. Yes,
0: indeed. Um, so you can reach out to Kira. Her email is kira. K-I-R-A at sfxstillwater.org sign up for the flock note oh yeah you can text the word stillwater to 84576 it'll get you on the flock note alright we'll be back next week happy Easter